0: hey guys this is your mediocre youtuber Ansi twinkle upset depressed and just not feeling like it so i guess roll the intro music or whatever okay guys i'm back (laughs) your favorite nobody's back but I know I missed yes yesterday's episode, so I decided to make this one a very, very long one, like a chit-chat, just shut the fuck up, sit in bed and just talk shit kind of a podcast. I'm not in my regular state. As you can see, I'm in bed. I just don't feel the best. I went under a lot of procedures this week. If you watched my YouTube video, you know, I got my lips tinted, eyebrows microbladed. I was vaccinated. I got my underarm laser treatment. Then I got hair extensions. I just did everything way too much in one week. and I'm just so fucking dead exhausted. And a lot of people have questions on the vaccine, which I never mentioned, but I got the Pfizer vaccine. It killed me. Don't even ask. It killed me. My whole arm, I don't want to say the word paralyzed, but I felt like it. I couldn't move. I couldn't shower for three, four days. um, I couldn't tie up my hair. I couldn't change outfits. It was so brutal. But I'm out of it. I'm great. My left arm is perfect. Um, I did. It's so weird how to explain. How do I explain this to you? It's like. You feel cold and then you feel warm and really hot and then you become really cold again. And then I was just so confused because I was I was at my parents house and I would be half like kind of half naked because I was feeling so hot. At the same time, I would yell at my mom if she turned off the AC and then I would be like, can you like turn on the AC, but then give me a blanket. I was just so confused. If you got the vaccine, I'm sure you could relate, especially Pfizer. You feel cold and warm at the same time. It's so confusing, but I'm great. I'm back and I'm healthy. So that's what it counts. I'm just waiting for my second dose. That's due on april 5th so yeah there's a lot of time left but anyway um i actually asked a lot of you to send me questions ask send me audio file like whatever you want to ask me on my podcast and a lot of you did in january i never got to it so i'm gonna get to it today i'm so sorry i'm really uh slow with this shit but i have a lot of things i want to talk about and i thought it's best if i just sit and do it myself you know it's a chit chat sitting in my sleeping in my bed get ready with me but a lot of you sent me some files. Let me um, go through it. So the first person is. Oh my god, I can't see her name. Kamruna her? Kamruna her. Kamruna. Oh, your name is Nafisa. Never mind. That's just a random Gmail. Okay, Nafisa is her name. Let's go. Hey, is Nafisa from Bangladesh and it's my mom's account, so don't fucking tell her, okay? But my question is that. Um, I stay hella motivated at the beginning of the year, but... <laughs> <laughs> I fucking die. Did you guys hear the honking? She's, yeah, she's near India, all right. Um, I stay hella motivated at the beginning of the year, but uh, gradually my motivation fades away and then I get into a slum. And my question to you is that how do you stay motivated Uh, all year, like, how do you keep the motivation to yourself, I just cannot, and also, I fucking love you, and i survived 2020 for your videos thank you so much for that and i love you Bye. oh i love you Nafisa. i couldn't i'm literally dying listening to the honking sounds in the background but anyway um i was just gonna say you cannot be motivated i don't care what kind of special vanilla happy positivity snowflake you are you literally can be pos- uh, happy all the fucking time and motivated i don't know how people do it i i've discussed this with a bunch of people before but like have you seen pewdiepie how he uploads like every day he sometimes applies twice a day because he's just bored then i've seen like sniper wolf what's her name lia leah she uploads every day kind of and it blows my fucking mind they get like five million views and i get it i mean they upload every day and i just don't get how they do it but it makes sense they have editors they film like three videos in a day and then they upload it throughout the week so you won't know but they they've only worked once like one day in a week and I used to do that that's actually really smart I would only f- work twice a day in a week if like influencer I'm talking about being an influencer right? I don't know how people do nine to fives but I used to work only twice a day twice a week and I would film everything I need to in those two days then I have five days to relax But uh, in real world, it's you work for five days and then you have two days to relax. I just don't know how people do it. How are you just motivated? I don't know how people wake up at 6 a.m., go to the gym, do yoga, eat breakfast and eat strawberry oat milk and oatmeal. And I don't know, just have a very positive mindset. It's just, man, the the way the movies and TV shows, the way they show life is, it's insane. I just can't relate like I thought my life would be the same it's not and I'm sure a lot of you're looking into my life and thinking what the fuck do you have to worry about you have everything you need trust me that's what I thought when I was just a subscriber and I would be like bro YouTubers lives are fucking pretty lit it's just a different kind of shit I I have meetings with like lawyers and managers and people and I have like a team and I'm just like this is so weird I didn't expect life to be this crazy but yeah, I mean, we make great money. <laughs> that's literally it. And then that's it. That's fucking it. You pretty much get bashed on the internet for everything else. for just breathing. But yeah... Um it's so hard to juggle life but let me just say I think in my old fucking apartment I lived that life I lived that white happy white girl vanilla life babes I woke up at 7am I did yoga who am I I went to the gym I ate oatmeal uh for lunch I ate salad for dinner I kind of still do eat healthy but I'm just saying I lived that life and babes my stomach my constipation was great okay I had I mean I had no constipation my digestive system was thanking me I ate no processed food I was happy mentally I went to the gym gi- I had the best life trust me i'm just really envious of people who are like that like i don't know how you are but i'm just saying um you need to take a lot of break if you don't your body's gonna fall apart and then you're forced to take a break so burnout is very very real a lot of you don't know this but a lot of influencers like take weeks off but you won't know because we have videos pre-filmed but yeah um there's no way you can be motivated trust me not everyone is I just want to let you know it's okay to be a piece of shit lying in your bed for five days straight you're going to be okay Um, I have Asta who said she has a relationship question let's go hi NC oh my god first of all I just want to say I love you so so much and your videos always make my day like I I can relate to your sense of humor and my question was about a relationship like I've I'm in my first year of uni right now and um, I found a guy I like and I think he likes me too and like I'm kind of scared to commit or like for a proper relationship because if it's something it's gonna be serious and I don't know I don't like to think about it in a futuristic way because I've decided, I've practically decided my entire future. I'm literally fucking dead. Do they live close to each other? Why do I hear the same honking again? I'm gonna do my masters and I know where I'm gonna do my PhD. And um, it's in three very different far places. And um, I've decided it since a long time. Like it was everything is planned and. Um, this serious relationship means that i'm going to have to change it and i really don't know what to do about it don't fucking change even your hair color for somebody else you will regret this and this is coming from somebody who thought of leaving the country for the love of her life leaving her job for the love of her life leaving specific uh modules i chose in uni for the love of my life don't work didn't work out it will never it, it just it's gonna bite you in the ass, okay? Boys, I'm gonna talk on I'm you know, I'm into boys, obviously, so I'm gonna talk for boys, but it applies to girls too. Boys take fucking forever to mature, right? At the age of 20, we watch movies or Disney movies, if you will, whatever. And you ex- have these kind of expectations that this boy I want, I wanna be with, he needs to have a car, he needs to have a good job, he needs to spoil me with designers, he needs to give me a bouquet of roses every day I meet him. And they're just 20 and they're living with their parents. They sleep next to their parents and they're still growing just like you are. They're unfinished projects. But a lot of time men have this kind of, you know, we have put this, put them on this pedestal. Like you need to start working and uh, uh, going to war and build a house in the middle of the forest at the age of 20. But it's just fucking impossible. They're literally children. They're, they're growing just as you are. But. Yeah, men have it really hard. Like they are pressured to work at the age of 18 and have a BMW by the age of 22, which is fucking nuts. And I've noticed a lot of women too, like a lot of my friends in my circle, like we expect, I don't want to be a pick me, okay? This literally, oh my God, this sounds like a pick me girl, but I'm just trying to, I'm very unbiased when it comes to shit like this. But men are like, they're unfinished projects at the age of 20, 23. They're looking for a job. It's really hard to find a job. And X, Y, Z, just like you are. And I, I just think that, you're you're confused between your education and your job versus this boy, the love of your life, and you've set everything else. If it's meant to be, it, it's it's you're gonna end up with him, like genuinely. If it's meant to be, like literally, you might meet f- him five years after bump into him at like a subway, and maybe you can get married then. Like it's meant to be, but don't force it. This is this is really hard. I you're gonna kill me, but I'm just gonna be honest. Like I'm talking to you, like my you're my best friend. Choose your career over him. Uh, this is coming from me. Um, I'm I'm not I, I'm not work oriented. Like I hate working. I hate working a nine to five. I want to kill myself. And I hated school, and I hated studying. But when it comes to b- books versus boy, run away. Choose choose your books. You're you're gonna thank me later. And honestly, try long distance. I don't know why a lot of people are terrified of long distance. I think long distance is great. Don't worry about it. Just just go for it. You know. Holy shit! It's been a ten minutes. What the fuck? Okay, gotta hurry up. I'm so. Um, I'm only going to respond to audio questions. Okay, so first of all, bitch, I want to be anonymous. And I also want to start this off by saying that I'm a realist bitch. Because I've been following you since summer 2018. When you had 14,000 subscribers on YouTube and 5,000 followers on Instagram. Holy shit. She remembers all right. So... have this issue with my friends where they do things without me and it's not like they avoid me but sometimes they just do shit without me and it's okay but it's not really okay because my sensitive ass brain gets so sad okay so um I've been there I think we all have uh, it it sucks. It stings like a motherfucker. I've been in this specific situation. I feel like in school, I never belonged to a group. There were a bunch of groups and they would all come to me separately but they would never hang out with me or invite me to this specific group i would act like i don't care and i'm okay with it but it it definitely sucks in high school i think now as an adult it's whatever but i'm sure when i was younger it really does sting in differently it's a whole different feeling you feel left out you feel alone and also i i didn't date a lot i think i went on dates but i didn't have like a relationship so it's either i was alone or i was with this i was three wheeling third wheeling three wheeling what the fuck Anto? Oh my god third wheeling or i was one-on-one with a friend but i would never be in a group and i was very envious because bitch i used to watch wings club when i was young and there six of them six of these hottest bitches on the planet were together hanging out having superpowers having the hottest boyfriends and i would be so mad i'm like what the fuck in what universe do seven girls get along it's just imp- impractical like it doesn't make sense And it doesn't. I'm going to be honest with you. No friend group that I know of from high school lasted. It's just, it's going to be chaotic. You're going to fall in in love with your boyfriend. Her boyfriend is going to be in love with you. You have feelings with each other. Maybe you, you, in a group of three, there's always one who's left out. Group of four, two will, it's going to be a mini group between the group of four. Then when it's like six and seven, it's impossible. It's just, there's going to be a lot of backstabbing and gossiping and bitching. I'm going to save you. I'm going to be honest with you. That's what it is. So I realized there is no happy friend group. Every group is toxic. And that just made me feel better. And I felt, okay. even I mean, guys, look and don't look at movies. Okay, movies are the worst things like Twilight and you you watch other cartoons and like totally totally spies. And you're like, how are three girls hanging out together and I can't even get along with my best friend and her boyfriend? It's because it's unrealistic. Uh, Let me talk about real life groups, like even guys, even musician bands. One direction couldn't last long and there were five men in it. They couldn't get along with each other. Five women in a fifth harmony. Terrible. They all, everybody split up, right? Um, I'm telling you, it's just impossible and it's okay if you're feeling left out. It's very normal to feel that way. Um, I think you're better off by yourself and don't take it to heart. In life, don't take shit personally. If only one person wants to hang out with your friend, go go out with them, have fun. But don't be don't be sensitive and don't be too like too in your head because it's gonna pass. Is what I'm gonna say because I was way too in my head. I was like, oh my god, I'm gonna, no one loves me. No, relax, they love you. It's just not meant to be. And I'm gonna be honest with you, it's probably fucking toxic. And they're probably gonna talk shit about you behind your back anyway because that's how a lot of friend groups are. Um, yeah, in real life too, like shit. Like Fifth Harmony couldn't couldn't last. I mean, they did because of a contract but i'm sure deep down none of them could handle what others had to say and there's always one better person in the group there's one ugly friend in the group there's one slutty friend there's one who's always horny there's one who's very stingy with money so issues do come up in friend groups and it's better to just hang out with one or two people but groups are fucking terrifying um moving on that was a good question let's move on to this one hi ansi it's friha also known as star from discord I wanted to ask about: Do you still think about Ramesh? <laughs> JK JK JK? I wanted to ask about: What would you be doing if you weren't doing YouTube? That's it. Bye. I would probably be a chef, or I would be an Uber driver because I'm a gay. Great. I'm a gay. Yes, I'm a gay driver. Now I'm a great driver, or I think I would be a video editor easily. Yeah, that's would that would be an easy job. Hello, NC Twinkle. My question is. What are some tips to get famous on YouTube? I remember you when you only had 1K subscribers. Oh my God, why do you sound like Liza Koshy? So, um, consistent... You have to kind of go, go along with YouTube's algorithm. You have to kiss YouTube's ass. You got to upload videos that you you know YouTube would recommend to other people. But honestly, I had I used to upload thrice a week. I know. Old Nancy RIP. But she used to upload thrice a week. And that really got me to the homepage. And I kept uploading regardless of the views I would get, the comments I would get. Like I would get 20 comments. Guys, how embarrassing. I would get 20 comments in a video. Why are you even making a YouTube video that's 20 minutes long? Only to get 20 comments in a video. But I still kept going. Um, I would get like four comments sometimes i would get like suddenly my video would blow up i would get ten thousand views but like three comments it would suck it would sting but you move along you keep going literally there is this my favorite quote i read on twitter is this person says there's a book author who came up with this that the difference between people who make it and people who don't make it is people who make it never took no for an answer and this is so embarrassing to admit but this is fucking true like really understand this the person who made it took no for an answer and that was me motherfuckers I was so desperate I was so fucking desperate that I literally said no with a heart when YouTube was like babes we're not gonna push your videos I was like no fuck you I want to push my videos I want my videos to be lined up on the recommended page or the trending page and I literally was so desperate I took no for an answer and I kept uploading regardless of the shitty views I got and like three four comments and they would all be always be nice comments but I was so desperate, and it's it's the same thing. It's like let's say you're studying for an exam. So is your best friend, but maybe your best friend is really fucking desperate. She's like, I want to show off. I want to get an A on this test. I want to be the top uh, person in this class. I wanna, I wanna defeat you motherfuckers. I want to beat thirty nine of you. And it's like, okay, dude, chill. Like, what the fuck? You look really desperate. Like, can you like relax? It's not a big deal. Nah, it's a big deal. I want to write this exam and I want to top this shit. I, I want to study every. I want to know the answers to everything, every question on this test kind of desperate like okay you gotta relax that was me that I did not give up I did not give a shit I did not give up I kept going and that's the thing with YouTube and it took me four years it was not an overnight magical thing it happens to a lot of YouTubers yes but I didn't take any shortcuts I wish I got a shout out from somebody famous none of that I didn't post on Twitter did I I I didn't nothing went viral I just did YouTube and If I went viral, it was on YouTube that I went viral of. Like, you know, sometimes memes push you up. If a famous YouTuber loves you, they might give you a shout out. But I wish that happened to me, but that helps a lot. So you might want to use somebody for clout if you have um, famous people around the area. That's the only tips that I could give you. Okay, so we have Tanya with another... No, sorry, she didn't send an audio. Hi, Ansi. So my question is, how has being famous and having a big youtube channel change and influence your friendships and how you make new friends like have people started trying to be friends with you just for fame and money oh babes i've talked about this a million times i don't want to drag this again but like people look walk look at me as a walking bank um i've people have used me for a lot of shit that i there are people that i don't talk to anymore there are people who have used me for shit there are boys who have used me for shit there are fans who have used me for shit there are people who don't like me used me for shit there are people who i used to not like before youtube who now wants to be friends with me because of you because of wh- where i am um, it happens a lot it's just not to me it happens everywhere around the world like once people know what you are it's so hard for them to look at you as nothing but a blue check mark or you as a bank And it fucking sucks. Whatever. Um, I will never find the love of my life because I'm sure even my husband will use me for a shout out. (laughs) And that's how my life is. I I don't think I can change it anymore. But um, fuck the negatives. The great positives is a free PR. Bunny gets PR boxes to chew on. Everyone's fucking happy. We get the big check. We're great. It's fine. It's fine. Most of the time I do want to, I feel like killing myself, but then I get a 10,000 deal and I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm I'm going to be okay this it's it's going to be okay no but seriously um I feel like the world is going to change I'm pretty sure in the next next decade you could be an influencer I think everyone is going to be an influencer because everyone kind of is like I love how TikTok is by the way like how TikTok just pushes and promotes random people like like they're just like moms who sit and cook and post on TikTok and I follow half of them I love cooking videos and you're kind of an influencer. You're a mommy who's just cooking. You're a mom influencer. You're great. And you can be an influencer too. And you kind of are. Yeah. You don't even pay attention, but you kind of are influencing people with your cooking videos and like whatever. I feel, that's awesome. I, I love the fact that everyone's turning into influencers. We're all making money. We're all happy. So that's awesome. Let me read this. Let me hear this out. My question is Do you see YouTube as a sustainable career? Do you see yourself doing it for the rest of your life? Um, yes and no. Right now I see myself literally being 95 and making YouTube videos like it's going to be a granny. Get ready with me. I'm going to be that 90 year old granny that you know of who is uh, who has skin that's literally as old as your father's leather couch. But I will still be making videos because I love it. And I, I love making funny vlogs. But again, if I get a better option or a better thing to do in the future, of course, I won't be sticking to YouTube. But I still see myself doing YouTube. Like you could just see the insides of my life, maybe. Yeah, I see myself doing YouTube anyway. Like, I don't know. It's really scary uh, with this job. The thing is that a lot of people have bring up this conversation. Like even my parents, they're like, oh, you can be a doctor. That's going to last longer than YouTube. But the money that I make on YouTube can set me so far ahead in life that if I work a nine to five, it's going to take me like it's going to take me 50 years to make. The amount I would have made in two months in YouTube. Does that make sense? So um, it really depends. It really depends on you guys. What the fuck? Like shit. If you guys stop watching me, I'm fucked. I have to get back to a nine to five. But as long as you're watching me, we're all good. Okay. What's the next question? So my question for you is what would you um, advise for the girls who haven't been in a relationship till now, including me? Um, meaning that um i'm like 19 almost 20 right now and i haven't been with a guy in any way of sorts but you know like it's fine with me but then people view it like it's really weird and they're like oh you're pretty i need something i'm like fuck you (laughs) no but here's the thing um i used to be that person i was like dude my life is so fucking vanilla it's so dead um but then a part of me is also really fucking happy that i didn't I'm, I'm not a very sexual person and i'm not like even though i make a lot of sexual jokes and i'm crazy on the internet i don't really like i'm so shy and i'm just like i'm always like i'm so fucking alone and then when the, i get a chance like a guy's asking me out i'm like no <laughs> i'm not going on a date with him i delete the dms i kind of ignore him and it's like it's a little embarrassing the way i function i guess but uh with that being said i I'm kind of happy because I remember Lubaba is like, the only good thing you've done in life is you didn't fuck anybody from Dubai. And I'm like, thank fucking God for that. Like, praise be to the Lord because if I did he would be like yeah I fucked that YouTuber yeah yeah, the one where they had a thousand subs yeah I fucked her like you know what I mean like how loosely would ha- would, would he be talking about me but no one can come out and say that because I am s- because I haven't and I'm so fucking glad I don't have like a track record of boys I've gone on a date with or like fucked them or sent nudes to them imagine I sent a guy a nude right now guys my life would be in shambles he would be he would have been blackmailing me and Luba always says the one smartest thing I've done in life is the fact that I didn't fuck anybody from you- uh, from YouTube <laughs> what i i didn't fuck anybody from dubai so a part of me is really fucking happy and the thing is that to the girls like i it feels like you're very happy and content with being single so you should just stay that way because um if you're happy, that's that's good. People are going to talk shit anyway. It's ra- it b- better be alone than be with somebody who is toxic. And trust me, being in a relationship is really fucking exhausting. Babes, I need to split my bill now. I need to buy you Gucci shoes for your birthday and nah, I'll, I'll fucking pass. I'd rather just stay single. I'm telling you, single life is the best. Unless you find the love of your life, then I'm kind of envious of you. I'm jealous of motherfuckers who find the love of their life at the age of 12. Like, what were you in your stars? You're literally God's favorite. Uh, that really pisses me off. But um, I feel you because I've been in that situation too but I honestly love being single like shit I'm spending all my money on myself and I'm like I love peace and I love that no one bothers me and whenever you feel like oh I wish I was a part of that only start naming labeling out toxic traits of being in that position being in a group of friends nah being in a relationship mm-mm. it's just way too much and it's I don't know Especially this pandemic, bro. I see people going on dates and I'm like, how? Like, I'm so fucking terrified what's inside his tongue. He could literally have COVID. How would you know? I, I don't know. It's very complicated. Um, yeah. Fuck them. Be happy. Stay single. Watch some porn. You're going to be okay. Next. This is the last one, guys. let Do go. you ever get afraid that people try to cancel you at some point or include you in some YouTube drama? So she, this is a very nice question. So she asks, are you afraid someone's gonna cancel you sometime, and if you're ever gonna get in some YouTube drama? And I want to get onto this for a second because I got a lot of questions. Like, what do you think about the David drama, like David Dobrik and the whole Vlog Squad? Like, what's your opinion on that? And I have something very unpopular to share. So I think it's the best time to like end the podcast in that way. I have I'm gonna say I'm gonna speak shit for the next 15 minutes. So yeah prepare get some snacks because I'm gonna hear just like here just spit some fucking shit right. So am I afraid of being cancelled? <laughs> Fuck yeah like just like everyone else is. But I think the, the concept of being cancelled is really fucking funny to me because it's just on the internet and the minute you close your laptop and your phone you're just walking out you're getting some milk you're getting in the elevator like Everyone's just normal to you. You're not a criminal. Like you're just relaxed. Like you're chilling, right? No one gives a shit. And like you're like, hey, good morning. And the receptionist's like, hey, good morning. And everyone's just talking to you. And you have to pay rent, like every other person is. You have to pay your bills, even though you're canceled on the internet. You're like, you're still living, even though you're not allowed to live on the internet. You're you're still living. That's kind of fucking unfair. If I'm canceled, I want to be canceled completely like, kind of like prison, like, don't make me pay bills, don't make me pay rent, like, I'm not gonna live anymore, right, I I don't know how to explain, but I think it's really stupid and funny, I hate the word cancel, let me explain why, right, Um, again, trigger warning, a lot of sexual, I'll be using a lot of essay words, and the R word, and this word, and I might slip up and actually say those words, I just want to let you know, anyway, uh, the thing is that, let's say I launched makeup, right, and there were heavy lipsticks in there. I'm canceled, okay? Rightfully so. Like, you're like, what the fuck, Ansie? Like, you suck. Like, your makeup is such a flop. Like, what the fuck? Why why didn't you take measures? Why didn't you take care of your hygiene? Fair enough. Then there's somebody else who released expensive merch and you're like, wow, you're exploiting us. You're taking advantage of us. They're canceled. And then what pisses me off is somebody who has essayed somebody, like sexually assaulted somebody or somebody who has uh, gotten minus drunk and taken advantage of them, uh, when they were unconscious, they're canceled too. Now, I'm canceled for my shitty makeup launch, and then she's canceled for her merch launch, and this guy is canceled because he literally committed a crime, but we're all grouped into one little group of being canceled, and that's what I fucking hate. We're not... Welding instructor Alex Declare knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. The same. Yes, I fucked up. And yes, my makeup launch was a shithole. But you can't put me up with this person. So there are going to be fans who are going to support me. They're like, hey, ancy just fucked up once. Just give it a chance. What the fuck? Like, you know, I hate fucking cancel culture. And there's other people who are like, but cancel culture. He's he's in the cancel culture. He deserves to be canceled because he fucking literally uh, R-worded somebody else. It's fucking messed up, and this is this is how the war happens on the internet when people are like against cancel culture, and there are people who are not against cancel culture. And then I found the the root problem to it is that everyone's grouped under this cancel culture umbrella because we've all fucked up okay we've i literally went through my following list i went scrolling to see if there's one person canceled nobody like everybody i know was in some drama and some heat uh got some heat and they were canceled and they were problematic i hate the fucking word oh problematic is the worst word i hate using it but i have to uh, you know for the context of it but the thing is that i hate this okay there should be different levels is what i'm trying to say When you're a predator, you're sleeping with minors and you're sexually assaulting somebody. Motherfucker, this is a crime. You go to jail. You're not canceled. You're not an internet problematic persona. You're an asshole. Get the fuck out. Like you're not a you can't cancel somebody, please. If you know somebody who's committing crime, stop being like, oh, he should be canceled. No, he should go to prison. Comment that. That's so much better canceled would be you know i don't know liking a racist joke on twitter making a racist joke making a joke that probably didn't land properly uh launching something that is uh kind of uh maybe launching launching something that is your money hungry like it's so obvious like what the fuck is this you know things like that you're like okay you're canceled (laughs) haha but others Please go to fucking prison. Walk to prison, all right? Like, please don't use words canceled under people who have committed actual crimes. You can be like, Jeff Epstein, yeah, he's so canceled. <laughs> my fu- I want to kill myself. Okay, anyway, that's my little rant on the whole cancel thing. But yes, I'm fucking terrified of being canceled over stupid shit or stupid things that I say or stupid jokes that I make. Some jokes don't fucking land, okay? The only difference is also with the cancel culture is that, guys, we're all fucking problematic. Let me just say, we're all messed up. The only difference between you and me is that my life is recorded and yours is not like i can make a joke and it wouldn't land properly but that shit is recorded for the rest of my life and it always will haunt me and like people will always bring it up like i remember she made that joke but then you would have made a joke too but your ass is safe because it's not recorded and you don't even have to apologize because no one caught you on tape does that make sense but i just think that we're all evil people we're all fucking evil the difference between you me and jeff epstein i guess <laughs> he got caught but we didn't but again i mean he fucking committed a crime okay that's a whole different story i'm just i'm making jokes oh my god this is gonna come on twitter again anyway i was just gonna say i think we're all evil people and i'm more i used to be i used to love drama and i used to be already nitpicky like you fucking said that you're fucking cancel motherfucker but until i came to this side of youtube and i'm just a little more empathetic and i'm a little bit more i feel bad okay just apologize and move on but i feel bad that you're caught into the situation guys because being canceled or like getting a bunch of hate is not a good feeling it's one of the top 10 feelings on this earth that you just don't ever want to experience it's not the best uh even though you you know it's just you're, you're the thing with apologies and stuff too it's like guys we don't know how to apologize let me just come out and say something that every influencer is really scared to say we don't know how to apologize there's no handbook there's no research research study on anywhere like how do you apologize how when you fucked up when you have a million like millions of followers and how do you apologize how do you take accountability like you might say oh just say sorry what the fuck antsy like are you kidding yeah it's it's so much more complicated than that because i'm gonna be honest with you i've never seen one apology video on youtube that has been received well it's always the apology is too long i really want you to think about this close your eyes and think about this with me the apology is too long it's too fucking short like you have no emotion what the fuck why would you just put three lines why would you do a notepad apology where's your emotions show us tears come on video when you do the video apology uh tears you're trying to manipulate us you asshole like we know what you're doing but if you don't show tears you have no emotion no remorse and if it's more if it's too if you're speaking with long words you're it's scripted. if you're speaking from your heart like you don't know what you're saying you're you're putting you're pointing it on somebody else like this is so evil like we don't know what you're saying you're trying to manipulate your audience and then if it's if it's you're you're just sorry you're like okay so are you like can you explain more why the fuck are you sorry when you explain more can you just apologize why are you wasting our time i've i've seen it all like i've i've read through apologies i've seen how people receive apologies and it's just that there are some people no matter what you do and say they're never gonna like you and they're never gonna forgive you and when you apologize there are people like yeah it's on my apology to accept it's other people who are offended but then you ask for an apology and they gave you one and then you're not ready to accept it then why would you criticize them it's like a whole it's like a circle it just keeps going on like no influencer has apologies ever been accepted i'm gonna be honest like nobody else's is so it's just like really fucking scary. And I I know I'm going to be in that situation one day. And because everyone's time is going to come. If you're on the internet, you're gonna you're talking, you're filming, you're bound to slip up and like fuck up just like everyone else is. And there are some things you're going to say where people are like, whoa, you did what? You posted that? You sold that? That's your merch? Why would you? It's going to come up for me. My time's coming too. And I just, I'm telling you now, it's nerve wracking. I, I don't have a publicist, but I do have a team behind me who will tell me what to do because that's how it goes. But it's fucking terrifying and I'm fucking scared, okay, for my life. I don't know how I'm going to do it. But I also hate this. I hate how people put me on this pedestal that I didn't ask for. I am an influencer, guys. We are the bottom tier of people, okay? Don't, hold, don't put expectations on dumb fucks like me. And I'm just, I'm just here to entertain you, but I don't want you to be your moral compass where you're like, she is Gandhi. She is who we see in the future. And I'm like, ah, oh, motherfuckers. But anyway, a lot of you asked me for the David Dobrik situation. I want to touch on that too. I am so, oh, I'm so upset and I'm so fucking disappointed because that guy was my favorite creator. He made me, I can speak for everybody, he made me laugh. He made my life livable. Like how people are like, oh, and so you make my life livable. That was him for me. And I cried reading that article. Like it really... Put me in a hole. I was just like, I had clothes that I couldn't pack. Like being a victim myself, I couldn't r- read. I, I can't imagine what Hannah was going through. To be honest, I'm just like, this is so fucked up in a whole different level. But I'm not shocked, and I'll tell you why. Again, I've had discussions with my friends, and I'm like, how How is David Dobrik with that big of a friend group living life? It all connects. You see, wow, awesome. Whoever asked me that question, it all connects. You know, comes full circle. But how the fuck? Does this guy have such a big friend group and never get into shit? How does Tower are things just happy, positive, vanilla, and just like everyone's just having fun and everyone's like, yeah, we're great friends, we're a great friend group, and then this comes out. I I wasn't that shocked because I knew something's gonna blow up, but I just didn't know what would blow up, and it was this. It, this is insane. I'm just so disappointed. I I I when I saw the first apology, it just like everybody else, I was like, I don't want to be critical right because i just said apologies will never be accepted on youtube but the first apology was really bad it was very like i don't know it's not my fault that apology was really bad then i watched david dobrik's second apology and i just from myself, I want to speak for myself. I think it was more genuine. And I, I feel like he really regrets the people that he surrounded himself with. And finally, he apologized and he took accountability, which is great. That's a great fucking start. But again, he only apologized because sponsors were coming back, right? Okay, whatever. Again, not my apology to accept the victims, not mine. So I don't, I'm not like the queen that you need to follow, right? But I also have a very unpopular opinion with frenemies, right? So frenemies he's like you know they're frenemies they're navigating through the whole thing with david dobrik but i also want to say that if you really think about it uh trisha and ethan by themselves they're not great people they are not they have said some crazy fucking things on the internet and they have done crazy things on the internet which they have taken accountability for they've apologized they've moved on yes and they've even talked about it like they're not great people don't listen to us and i'm just like guys i just want to say tell you guys don't don't put them on this pedestal. Because what goes up comes down just like everything else did. Uh, a very good example would be, I can have 10 examples. Can we start from the bottom? Let's go. Tana Mojo, my favorite creator. Relatable. Fucking hilarious. She's so funny. She's so entertaining. Love her, love her, love her, love her. I have 20 reasons to why I love her. Uh, she was on recommendation pages, like on YouTube. She was blowing up. She blew up. She was authentic. No storyteller like her. She blew up way too much. Got caught. Came down and now she is depressed and a shithole, never uploads. She's disappeared. The second person the internet was obsessed with, Shane Dawson. Um, he uploaded documentaries, which we fucking loved. He blew up 22 million subscribers. He blew up, up. People were obsessed. I was obsessed. He was trending. People were talking about him. He was everyone's favorite. He went up, up, up. There was a time he came down and then he's disappeared. He is depressed and a shithole. The internet hates him and we don't know where he is and what he's doing, but he's disappeared. The same thing happens with Vlog Squad, the, the internet's favorite gang. We loved them. We loved their videos. We had fun. We watched it. We enjoyed it. Uh, everyone was a huge fan of Vlog Squad. And then that went down too. They have all stopped uploading. They've kind of disappeared. I'm sure they're all mentally so drained and exhausted because it's not fun. I'm telling you now it's not fun when you have a group of people telling you to kill yourself. you get, you get death threats, and it's just I'm sure I don't know what the group chat's looking like. <laughs> I don't know what they're all going through, but it's it's shithole. like there are some people who are evil in that gang. There are some people who are not even close to it, but they're kind of included, you know, and every sponsor is dropping them. it's It's bad, guys. It's just really fucking bad. The thing is that they have a lot of mouths to feed. It's not just a one person thing they have teams they have managers and they're all affected it's a very complicated situation that no influencer wants to go through and i'm just like trying to like i'm trying to feel like i feel terrible like i'm in a shithole right now and i'm just i usually like to be funny and be critical and like mock but then it's just it's not a good fucking feeling and now i don't know what's happening with them but i want dom to fucking rot in prison is what i'm trying to say he needs to fucking go to prison i don't want him to be canceled motherfucker posted a sponsored video on tiktok literally two weeks ago and i'm just sitting here like what the fuck like get go to walk to prison it should be a prison get ready with me vlog is what he should be posting on tiktok not a sponsored video i think it was with hello fresh i'm like what who's sponsoring him at this point he needs to go he needs to i don't want him to deactivate Nah, go to prison just walk to prison please um i'm just man i'm so hazy <laughs> i'm so tired exhausted i'm thinking about this i hate opening up my social media and i see drama fighting and taking sides and cancel culture i just close the phone because it's just mentally fucking draining right anyway um yeah vlog squad uh vlog squad is down guess who is the next most talked about trending on pages internet's favorite gang we love them i love them i watch them i'm they're my favorite frenemies podcast and i'm gonna say now this is not gonna end well the only way it's gonna end is i don't want this to happen because i love trisha and i love ethan and i love trisha and moses but if she breaks up with her fiance, which I don't think it's ever possible because that man, if you have watched the videos, that man is so fucking patient. It kills me. He even Trisha said that she's he's so patient that it pisses her off. It pisses me off. I'm like, sweetie, you got to be angry for me. You know, he is such a patient human being that I feel that he's never going to blow up or be like, fuck you, Trisha. Like he willingly proposed to Trisha knowing what kind of a psycho she is and the fact that they are like, this is what I mean, bro. God really put crazy people in your life. And it's there's there's somebody for you, like if there's somebody for Trisha, there's somebody for you. Don't worry. Whoever was that girl who was like crying to me about how she's single and dying? If Trisha found somebody, you and I we're we're gonna be okay, babes. Trust me on this. Um, that got me some hope, you know, in love, in love, in my, in my love life. That wow, if Trisha found love, I will too. But Moses is such a sweet man that I am so happy for her because she couldn't believe I could we could the internet couldn't believe our eyes balls did we guys like we were all like how the fuck did she lock in a man and she couldn't believe herself she was just like really this man wants to spend his whole life with me for the rest they got a house and it's fucking great right but i'm just saying i don't want this to come down what goes up but comes down and this is why bitch i don't want to go up either like fuck i was like i want to hit a million subs i want to hit a 10 million no i don't want to hit any million subs anymore because it's fucking scary it's fucking terror it's like a roller coaster but there's no end to it you just fucking go up and then boop you're down I'm terrified for my life. <laughs> I'm just... I'm happy right now, guys. Honestly, the money that I make on YouTube and everywhere else. I'm just like really fucking happy. I'm in my bed with my bunnies. I don't have res- th- that many responsibilities. I'm happy. I'm so content with life. I'm so blessed and thankful to a lot of you. Whether you love me, you hate me. I'm just really thankful that I get to breathe. I get to eat four plates of food every day. I'm great. I'm great condition. But dude, getting... A lot of followers and fame can be fucking terrifying i don't want to be in that situation my fucking god i've seen it i've seen it i've seen the bad sides of it it's just not my it's not good and frenemies will come down and it's not gonna end well it's gonna be disastrous i don't know how it's gonna end i really hope it ends in a good note like hey guys we're taking a break we're done for some time for a year that would be nice but it's just not realistic it's gonna explode and Things are going to leak out. And I feel like that's what's going to happen. Because it's happened with all the big YouTubers we've seen, right? Like, we've seen it it all. Like, with every single internet um, group members, gangs, and even individuals. Being an individual is even fucking scary. Because you take the heat for it. It's not divided among the gang members. But... It's really scary. Uh, yeah, now we're obsessed with Frenemies. Because every year we are obsessed with one thing or the other. Even there was a time when we were all obsessed with Jeffree Star. He was the makeup queen guru of, like, the beauty industry. He was very honest. His views would be popping. Like, 10 million subs. There was a time we were obsessed with James Charles. Like, what goes up should and for, for sure it will come down. And it's scary. It's really fucking scary. I just... I don't know how like 10 year 16 year olds are like influencers that should fuck their head up like that should mentally drain them I don't know how they do it and they do school too like fuck you're asking to kill yourself at this point it's just really scary but anyway I um I'm so glad that uh this came out the insider article if you read it I'm totally disgusted and I'm just so embarrassed that I used to enjoy everything in that video in those videos the thing is that I would think Dom was a character too. So I've been watching David Dobrik since like a million subs. Let me just say I'm a big fan. I know every name. I know every story. I know every video. I'm a huge fan. I've been watching since forever. I would drop everything to watch his videos. I know everything. But I know Dom and his character and he wasn't my favorite. I'm going to be honest, like he was an asshole. He was a horny fuck in the videos. And honestly, like, you know how everybody has characters, right? Like, you know, in TV shows, how there's a character, there's like a slutty friend, a horny person, a sociopath. There's a good person who goes to church and there's an, a virgin. Like, we have characters. That's how his David vlogs were. And that's how I thought Dom was just a crazy horny guy and who, who just want to get into everyone's pants. I thought that was funny. I laughed it off. But, like, I get mock in my friend group, too. Like, you know how Lily's is the uh, rich kid who just loves designer? Then there is me who sucks at dressing up and show, my extensions are seen. And I just have unblended makeup. Like, you guys mock me. You know, like, we, we have, we're kind of like a character on the Internet, too. And there's, like, um there's, like, a different, like, Lubaba is, like, somebody who doesn't get memes at all. Like, we're all a character. And we do play it off. Whoops. We do play it off really well. And then we add up more to it. And people mock you, whatever. That's exactly what I thought Dom was and then it hit me it hit all of us he really is an asshole in real life like he is essaying people on the daily and that shit disgusted me and you know he would post things on his story like hey guys get in my dms ten dollars and i'll give you a wait you got to pay him all right if he would pay you i don't know something he would give you a shout out to he would be like i'll give you a free shout out on instagram all you gotta do is suck my dick just come in my dms 18 plus obviously and i thought that was a joke and girls would dm him and i'm like yeah i mean he's he's, you guys are going in with the joke and he would actually invite them over motherfucker man fuckers like him need like dogs munching on his peepee honestly Oh, I'm so brain fucked when I play that again and again. Oh, I couldn't. I I thought of. I wanted to barf after reading the insider article. It's like, just disgusting. I don't know what to say. Just man, this is you're gonna kill me. L. A. natives are gonna kill me. This is L. A. This is fucking L. A. For you. Every what happens is I've noticed this with, with Logan Paul too. You're so into YouTube. You're so into the views. You're so into clickbait titles. You're so into, oh, I want to make views. I want to make money. I want to get the best content. I want to get that, that, the, the uh, edgy humor pranks. I want to get everything in there. I want, to be, I want this to be the funniest vlog. I want this to be the one that's trending on YouTube. You get into that cycle. You upload videos every day. You start uploading clickbait titles. You start uploading crazy video pranks and stunts that you forget the people that you're affecting around you. This has happened to Logan Paul with the whole forest in incident. Like he was, he used to upload every day. As he said, he would upload every day, vlog, vlog, vlog every day, upload, upload. He just, he just not he he got lost out of t- he lost touch of reality. He didn't know what was happening around him. He who he's affecting, what he's doing to people. He didn't, he didn't care. And then he had to go down. He he went down just like everyone else does. And then now he's like, okay, I know what I did. He took accountable. Uh, he took accountability and he's back to his shit. So thank God for that. And the same thing with David. Like he he was in that cycle of views, views, clickbait titles, crazy videos, stunts. And I want to be crazy. I want to be on YouTube. I want to grow bigger and bigger. And he never stopped. Bro, I thought he would stop after like 10 million. He's like, nah, I'm going to keep going. He's at 18 million now. And he just wants to keep going and growing. And even after YouTube and COVID started, like I thought he, ended, he, he was done with YouTube. Nah, he went on TikTok. He's doing more crazy things there then if, it's just that he didn't he he really did lose his sense of what he's doing he really lost himself and that happens to a lot of creators it's probably the pressure he's getting from his team i don't know what it is but you lose yourself because you're just like ah, i need to make videos on youtube and you don't know who you're affecting and who you're doing what with who but um yeah and that's what ha- the exact thing that happened with logan paul's happened to him he's back down and he's going to disappear off the internet too just like every big creator is it's just impossible. Like, man, everyone fucks up. And it's just, it's going to come. You got to apologize. You got to go off the internet for some time. Then you're going to come back. It's just, you know, we've seen this with like 20 influencers. It's insane. But yeah, I'm just really upset uh, with what has happened. Like, literally my five fa- favorite creators, none of them are on the internet anymore. And they're all bad things have come out of them. And it's just, it doesn't sit well with me that I used to enjoy their content once upon a time. But I'm trying to be more sympathetic. I'm trying to be more like, okay... You've apologized, whatever. Work on yourself and you can come back stronger, you know? We just hope for the best. Like, wh- what else can we do? Do we, do we what, what else can we do? Like, I don't I want Dom to go to prison, please. I want that in a vlog. Oh my God, imagine David posts a vlog and it's like literally Dom in fucking prison. The internet would be happy. That fucker is still like there. He's still like posting on his stories. He, he's private on Insta. I want him to rot. I want him to fucking rot in hell. Like, fucker, he really took his verified badge and ran with it he was like yeah i'm fucking verified people bitches would love and the thing is that a lot of girls only went to dom because he was connected to david man this is bad and i also want to say how men let me just say people like david and dom they have they had to commit a fucking crime to be canceled on the internet if i did one fourth or any woman did one fourth of what they did wow, they wouldn't be able to breathe on the internet. These men had not not to be, they didn't have to be problematic. They had to commit a crime to be taken seriously because David never apologizes. I don't know if you've noticed that, but I've I've been watching him forever. He always got away with things. He never took accountability, never addressed things. He never apologized. He kept going. He would just keep going. He would film other people. And I've noticed that he films other people and they're doing like, they're like maybe making racist jokes, whatever. And then he would upload it, and no one would question why he's uploading it or he's encouraging it. It's just his friends would get into shit. His friends would get in some hot water. Like, why would he make that joke to him? That's fucking racist. What the fuck? But that doesn't matter because you're watching the video, you're giving clicks to David, you're subscribed to David, he's growing his empire. And the people who are problematic are his friends. So he's kind of, he's, he's kind of invisible. Like you don't see him in the vlogs, really. He's kind of filming the narrative. He's he's just like the behind producer. Like, you know, when you, I don't know how to explain this to you. When you're watching a movie too, you're just like, oh my God. Like the cringy sh- the show, uh, the show You on Netflix. How she says, I will you. That's such a cringy fucking line. Like he's like, I love you. And she's like, I wolf you too. And people were like talking about on Twitter how fucking embarrassing and cringy that scene was. But it's only her face that's being played. Does that make sense? Like it's only her face being played over and over again and how they're like, ew, why would you say that? And like it's kind of her Her acting was kind of tarnished maybe in that little millisecond. But it's the producer who was behind this. It was the writers behind this who produced this shit. So put them, hold them accountable for being fucking cringe and embarrassing. But you wouldn't. Like who has the fucking time to go and find who it is? You kind of blame the people on the screen. That's David Bloggs for you. He escaped a lot. He he really tried to hide away, run away from half of the problematic things that's in his vlogs because it's not really him; it's his friends who's doing it. But yeah, I'm just really happy that he was finally held accountable because this motherfucker filmed it, knowing very well what he was doing. So, yeah, that's my take on the situation. I'm sorry it's a long one, but I had to spill out what was in my heart. And I just want to say, guys, we're not great people. Influencers are not great people. It's actually very exhausting when we're put in this pedestal. Like I would get, I'm sure I'm going to get fucking comments in this. Like, yeah, fuck every influencer. I just love Ansi. She's like the best. No, please don't. I'm begging you. Don't call me queen. I hate it. I hate it so much. Don't put me in that pedestal because I'm so fucking terrified. I'm going to fuck up. And then this is going to come. This video is going to come up. (laughs) They'll be like, remember what Ansi said 25 years ago. I'm going to get into really bad relationships. I'm going to get into really bad friendships. I'm going to do some nasty stuff. And so is everyone else. All I can do is come here, hold myself accountable, apologize, and just address everything and tell you what the fuck was up. I don't I don't need no PR team or like a scripted apology. That, that shit sucks. I just want to come in and be like, listen up, motherfuckers. I fucked up and this is what I did. Let me explain it to you. You know, it's, it's up to you whether you take it or not. But I just, again, you got to remind yourself, not everyone is here to take your apology. They just want to see you fucking terrible they want to see you fall off and that's also there but you know it's it's just scary being in this industry whatever um so yeah with that being said i just want to say again let's not hold frenemies up at that pedestal because this shit's gonna blow up they're not great people i love them i watch them but again you got to understand guys you can appreciate people you can enjoy their content but not really appreciate their past or agree with their past or you know, be like, yeah, he was racist, but that's okay. I'm just gonna enjoy the videos. No, I, I, I I've seen how they are. I've, I've watched Trisha and Ethan before. They've said some, they've said some nasty shit, but as long as they apologize, I'm just like, you know what? I'm gonna be in the 50 50 Like it's, it's fine, and I enjoy their content now. And they're great people, and they're fine. They're talking shit. Their, their talent, not talent, but their job is literally just they're just talking shit, and that's how they make money. And you know, it's fucking entertaining. Like Trisha is so fucking entertaining. She doesn't know. I don't think she really does. She's so fucking entertaining and we all love her and it's awesome, but it's not going to end well. It's going to blow up and we should avoid putting them on this pedestal. We'd be really giving wrong people platforms. I don't know. Content creators should stick to being content creators and not dive into politics and more expose shit. It's just, I don't know, not my favorite thing to do. But anyway, guys, I'm going to wrap it up. This has been a long podcast. I love this. I love just sitting in my bed and just I hate that fucking setup of tripods and shitty five camera angles and 16 wires and my bunny jumping everywhere. I like this. I think I should do this more often. Just in my bed, just talking shit for some time. But let me know your thoughts. Like, what what do you agree with? What do you not agree with? I want to know. Let me know. Um, My podcast episode is everywhere it's in every single audio platform spotify apple podcast a lot of you told me some episodes are missing we're gonna fix that i promise you i have like 16 to 17 episodes so you better fucking listen to every one of them so yeah um you can follow me on ancy twinkle everywhere twitter insta youtube and i will see you guys soon